金の音は響く心の中へと広く深く物語のような推しの雫その中に細い線路を築く時間とともに時代は動く流れる推しを静かに動く目を閉じて耳を澄ますバー GOODY 光負けずにしっかりうまく引き離て誰かに届くまで平行の光はこの向こうに君たちと作っていくストーリー見上げたやまなの死に勝ちの光振り締めの思い願いが伝えを色褪せる今すぐ左に瞳に誰かの叫び風に思いを突きに願いを力あるかぎり生きてくれ今日も見上げたやまなの死に勝ちの光Hello, you're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! And we're from the otakuspirit.com website, where you can go for all of our anime, new and old, great community, the form links at the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. And yes, today is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news. That seems important to us, and it should be important to you because it's important to us. Because it's important to you. Because it's important to us. Is it important to me? No, this is just, just me and the and the listeners. Oh. Sorry. So how are things doing? I think every time I ask you that, I say it in some stupid way because my mind breaks. Breaks. <laughs> breaks. <laughs> How's things? How's doing? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm having a stroke, apparently. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. How are you doing, Andrew? Is my face starting messing up? I don't know. Uh, doing okay, apparently. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Today. Well, well, just we'll, for we'll today. Just hope, we'll just hope just you're doing all right. Anything, anything non-news related that you want to go over? No, not really. Not a, not a fun week at all for you? Been busy. Busy. Good, good, good. Any new games? No. No, I don't know why it took you that long to really figure that. I was trying to think. I know I didn't. I, same, same two game, two games roughly. Kind you, you of need third. Deser- you need to diversify. You think so? Yes, a little more, a little more diversifying. No, I mean, one there's of Animal them, Crossing one of them, out. One of them I figured absolute, you would download that. One of them is an absolute time sink. It's really hard to do anything else. You, did, that. you didn't download Animal Crossing? I thought about that. I seen it on the on the TV the other day. I was like, "Oh!" Or actually, it was today. I was like, "Oh, I didn't realize that was out already." Yeah, along with Doom. Yeah, at the same no, I time. Have no interest in. You that didn't one. see the Doom mm-hmm. the Animal Crossing memes? No, no. Had a uh, what's her name Elizabeth, and she's with the Doom guy, and they're shooting stuff. Because you know Elizabeth got this dark side to her. So no, she. Doesn't. It's Elizabeth, isn't it? No. I don't remember. She's <laughs> like, she no, she doesn't. Is her she name doesn't. Elizabeth? I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming I know what you're talking She's about. She's adorable. You no. Know. <laughs> I yes, I do know who you're talking about, and I don't remember if her name was Elizabeth or not. I, I could be talking about like a raccoon character or something like that that hangs it's out with possible, the mean guy. That but uh, but I, I know that you're ta- what you mean to be talking about is the cute girl that uh, helps you get get your city started. Does she? Yes. She's Are you sure? She is adorable. She's not working with the other guy. Pretty sure she's. <laughs> I haven't got that far she's to like, find out. Sees you with debt and goes, chance right there. There's an opportunity right here. I can use this guy and get more money out of him. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. I played the demo for Resident Evil Three. That was. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna like that one. I'll probably wait until it gets cheap again. How far are you in? I played the demo. So right, it's not no, very I, no, far. I mean, did you finish the other two? Yeah, I beat the 
the second one. Because like, I got you four times. I got in a row. you. What was it? One and two, or zero and one? Oh, I haven't played those ones yet. Oh, okay. I haven't played those ones yet. I think about it though. No, I thought about doing that when I beat Resident Evil Two Remake, and so I don't know why I didn't think about the fact that hey, I have them. I could <laughs> probably play them. I'm thinking about which one I'm gonna play them on. <laughs> like, huh? Which which console should I buy them on? He's just sitting over there going, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm over here sitting on the shelf. You can play this. Of course, from a lot of those Resident Evils, I have like five versions of each of them. So I'm waiting for them to do uh, four. I think they'll do a remake of four. You think After they'll three. do the Chronicles? Chronicles? The Umbrella Chronicles or whatever. The one that the one that got the stuck shooter? on the... It got stuck on... Uh, Was that the shooter one? Yeah, I don't remember one. if it was a shooter or not. Are you talking about the Dreamcast one? I think it was Veronica. the Dreamcast. No, no, no. This they was should on redo Saturn, Code Veronica. I think. No, they, I think they did an HD release of Code Veronica on other consoles. I don't know, but I didn't, I didn't really care for that one for some reason. I think I played on your Dreamcast. Didn't you have Code Veronica? No. I had th- this one was the one that we neither of us got because it was it was on a You had a Dreamcast, didn't you? Yeah, I had a Dreamcast. Cuz you had the the was it the Record of Lotus Wars game? Wasn't that on Dreamcast? Yes. Yeah. And I think I stole it from you once and played Code Veronica. <laughs> or I played on somebody's system. I don't remember. Uh, no, this was Umbrella Chronicles, I th- want to say. Yeah, I think that was a shooter. Like a reticle shooter. Rails, on-rails shooter kind of thing. I don't think there's any desire whatsoever to make that game over here. Or again. Unless they just redo the story. If the story is that fascinating. I don't know. Don't think it's going to happen. I also played the uh, Disaster Record 4. They have a demo on the on the eShop. That game, I like what they're doing with it, but it doesn't play very well, and it's very PS2 looking. So keep that in mind. But it was kind of cool because you have like a stress meter, and whenever there's a shake or something falls over, you have to like duck and cover. It seems very informative. Like, they made it specifically to teach people what to do in scenarios like that. And it, and it has a lot of choice that you can do in it. Like, when you run into some person, he's looking for somebody, you're like, you can sh- basically choose to tell them the wrong direction because you think they look shady or something. And you have to find kids at some point. It It's very it's very weird. I don't know. We, we, we talked about it a lot, so I figured I was obligated after having, I think, like, three sessions of talking about it on this podcast that maybe i should check it out <laughs> it's uh it's it's all right it's nothing yes it was code veronica because that was the only other the only other one that because no you're right uh umbrella chronicles was um we and ps3 mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. yeah i mean you, you could check out the demo so if if you want to see if you like the disaster record i would do that before is that a report disaster record report i think it's report yeah, you can check it out there to see if, if it's something you could actually want to play. <laughs> was that a was that a build up the society or just uh No, you're so just somebody in it. Save the world. It seems like it's it seems like it's you're you're on a bus, the earthquake happens, it tips over, you come out, and you're just talking to people and they're panicking about things and telling you, Hey, I'm looking for these students. Can you if you find the students, tell them where I'm at or something like that and 
this other guy is looking for somebody else and you can tell him where he's at. It doesn't seem like it's much more than just talking to people in the middle of a disaster as things are falling down. And I think later on, I've seen videos where it's like, has you like having to crawl through rubble or climb the side of cliffs and stuff just to get to a safe place. I don't know what you're doing, but Mm -hmm. at the very beginning, it asks you what you want to do. Like, do you want to, uh, do you, it asks you basically what your focus is. Like, is it all about yourself? Is it about saving those you love? Is it about helping others? So I don't know if maybe that'll change what you do in it. Maybe you, because there was like a guy in rubble and they were all trying to help him. And I'm like, how do I help this dude? And they wouldn't let me do anything. So I don't know if it changes based on what you want to do or if it's just asking you that to see what your personality will be. Hmm. I don't know. It's weird. That's, I think that's it. I, I, I I think I'm done with Resident Evil 2 Remake, so I need to find another game to play. Maybe it'll be Res- one of the other Resident Evils, or maybe I'll finally play Octopack Traveler. <laughs> it's been sitting there forever, and I've always wanted to play it. That's that I bought of, you the year before last? A lot of games I bought play. you well, Resident Evil the, last year and, and Octopath the year before. Yeah. I, I think the difficulty is that there's a lot of shows to watch. Yep. I got caught up on ID Invaded, and I, I, I'm trying to get caught up on Pet and Blade Immortal. So, and then outside of that time, it's usually just playing MMOs with the other brothers. So, yeah, it's difficult to get time. Unfortunately, I'm on lockdown from my work, but I still have to work remotely. So it's like, I'm not like the many people, unfortunate people that have to, you know, leave their job and stay locked up in their house and have plenty of time to watch anime and play video games. But I have to work. Bad things happen. Hopefully everybody out there is staying safe. And hopefully you're listening to this to keep yourself sane. Hopefully we're we're entertaining you people. Don't go back and listen to episode one through <laughs> 500 or so episodes. I don't know if that's a sane thing. Do people say they do it? And all the power to them? <laughs> but uh, you might find us uh, unbearable in the old days. Yeah, that's about it. About it. Pretty much. Yep, yep. So let's dive into the news that seems important to us because it's important to you because it's important, something like that. Uh, First one, uh, yes, I am a bad, bad journalist. Last week... You're not a journalist, Andrew. Last week, I did my journalist duty to find out everything that people need to look forward to in the next season. And I made the mistake of reporting that ReZero second season was coming out for spring. Totally not knowing that a few days earlier before that recording, they reported that it was being delayed till July because of said COVID thing. So yeah, you won't be, even though we, I, I, we didn't talk about it too long. I, we were pretty hype about it in the, in the episode, but yeah, unfortunately it's not going to happen yet. Soon though, hopefully soon. But that's yeah. fine. It'd be all right. It'll be all right. Yeah. We have plenty of shows to watch, so there's not going to be no shortage of shows that we're going to be not like to consume. Half of our. It's like, yay, one less. <laughs> it's like BNA being on Netflix. Like, yay, we don't have to watch 21 shows. We're only going to have to watch 20. Oh, that's the only thing. That's the only ha- glass half full you can get out of the situation is that you just you don't have to kill yourself as much to watch everything, and that's that's just how we do it. So unfortunate, but. Uh, their, their focus, I believe is due to the COVID thing and they're trying to keep their people safe. And I don't want to be negative against that. That's, that's a very important thing to be focused on. So 
next bit. Oh yeah, I guess to to make it really easy for y'all, uh, I can cover pretty much fifty percent of the news that's out there right now. Uh, COVID's canceling things, so there you go. <laughs> Every con is closed. Every E three, all the conventions are closed. Uh, lots of meetings, uh, idle meetings, uh, stage plays, everything's canceled. So there, I saved you a lot of time. Uh, but outside of that, outside of that one, we have Aniplex live stream has revealed a trailer and or a trailer for the OVA for Are You the Only One Who Loves Me? They're going to have an advanced release on uh, May 23rd in 10 theaters in Japan. This is reported today, so we'll see if it still stays true. It might get canceled too, but um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully uh, by May things will be calmed down. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess the the unfortunate thing about this whole situation is I was very frustrated by the fact that this was a thing that they did, that they had the animated series, and then goes, oh yeah, let's build up to something, and then say, hey, it's going to be in the OVA, it's going to have the ending for the for this show. So anybody that is not in Japan, you're going to have to wait a while before you get your conclusion of the show, because they got to show it in theaters there, release it in OVA, then the OVA's got to get a release over here, just how it is, so... Refreshing, very, very refreshing. I hope to, I hope to catch up on a few shows here soon. You didn't finish that one, did you? Yeah. That was one that I did want to get, go back to. Should have. It would have been a lot more positive episode, I'm sure. When I reviewed that, I wasn't too positive with it. So you probably would have helped build it back up. I don't know. Or you could have been frustrated like I was. Uh, Backy season two. We talked about this last episode. It is uh, slated for a worldwide release on Netflix on June fourth. So if you are a fan of Baki, look forward to that. As well as Drifting Dragons, the Polygon Pictures was it the Polygon Pictures one? Is going to be on April thirtieth. So unfortunate that it's not happening now when people need stuff to watch. <laughs> but uh, what can you do? What can you? Yeah, it's Polygon Pictures. I wanted to watch that one. That's one of the funny things. I mean, if anything, if you are just just throwing it out there, if you are planning on like releasing a game right now, dump it digital right now. Get it out there. <laughs> if you have any shows Don't say that, that you the, are in control the, of, the dump shop. it digital right now. <laughs> Don't say that the eShop's going to get flooded with crappy like <laughs> flip the spoon game or something like that. I, I think it's already happened, but yeah. Uh, let's see, your second season of Cells at Work is set to premiere in uh, January of 2021. The only problem with this announcement is they were promising platelets, and there was no platelets in the PV. Just saying. Did they promise platelets? Yes, it says platelets. Your favorite platelets are coming back or something like that. Uh, uh, sure, sure. There you go. Chris is Chris has spoken, so careful. Uh, they're going to do early screenings in Japanese theater in September, so if you're in Japan in September, you can go check out the early screenings of the next season of Cells at Work. Are you are you looking for the platelets? Is is that why you're staring at the No, video? I was I looking you for the, already. I was looking for the statement that uh, your favorite platelets are coming back or something like that, oh, or are busy oh. or something. Mm-hmm. There's right there. There's platelets. Yep. Right there in, in the key art. Can't complain no more. Let's see here. The Fate Grand Order Absolute Demonic Front Babylonia website has announced that the that they are going to be adapting the Grand Temple of Time Solomon story. Uh, this is also kind of announced the 
end of the last episode. I haven't watched the last episode yet, so I can't confirm, but I have heard that it was confirmed in the last episode. Because I believe they're returning uh, returning staff for it, so that is really cool to see that being this continuation of adaption. Even though, like Chris has stated, it would be nice to have started from the beginning and just adapt everything. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. We can't always get what we want. They want to go directly towards the the big the big the big winners of of uh, servants. That's what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Nobody cares about Drake and stuff. Well, I liked Mary Reed, but that was about it for the, <laughs> that one. So, uh, yeah. There you go. Cool stuff. Very exciting. Um, yeah, adapted all. And I'm perfectly fine with it. And uh, to be honest, they did an excellent job with with Babylonia, which I was very skeptical of. It was like literally every episode they killed themselves to animate that thing. And so big props to them for basically having huge action scenes in every single episode for 20 some episode, 22 episodes or something like that. It's crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, The 12th and final episode of Hintatsu, the series that is made by Tatsuki. Uh, has uh, stated or has announced a new project to come. So, and Tetsuki has confirmed that on Twitter that he is making this next project. So, unfortunately, I kept out of uh, track of Hintatsu. I really did want to kind of check it out, but um, hopefully, the next project isn't going to be a kind of obscure stream only type thing that we have to kind of hope for somebody to uh, uh, translate it. But yeah. Definitely, definitely looks like they're getting a lot better. Every time I see their works, it seems like they're getting better with their animation and everything, which is, yeah. Um, we had our laughs at the at um, the their original works and all that kind of stuff, but they they seem to be getting a lot better. So, new trailer has been released for Higurashi when they cry. Yes, it's it's actually a thing. <laughs> We now have a trailer, we have new artwork and everything, so obviously this is a thing that is actually happening. I was going to ask Chris who he thought the characters were kind of familiar looking to a certain style. Do the character designs stand out at you at all? There was one for a second there. You'll see a lot with Rika. Once you see Rika, it's kind of obvious, but nothing pops out at you? No, I keep getting hints, but I, I don't I don't I don't know. <laughs> Akio Watanabe is apparently going to be doing the character designs, and for those who don't know, Akio Watanabe, uh, they did work for Monogatari series, so yeah, very very interesting stuff. There's only a couple of characters where it kind of stands out. I was thinking Shaft, and I was like, no, that it can't be Shaft. But technically, Shaft uses Akio a lot with <laughs> certain things like the Monogatari series. But so you're not completely wrong there. Uh, but yes, uh, they have uh, confirmed the returning cast. Uh, the studio is going to be Passione, which I think is the only thing that's kind of gotten me a little bit leery about is I don't really find Passione's work to have been, you know, spectacular over the last couple of years. But they did Rocco Barry of Six Flowers, Citrus, High School DXD Hero, and Interspecies Reviewers, as well as Rail Wars, so... If you like those ones, I, I, I guess technically with interspecies reviewers, it's getting a lot better. Um, High School DxD Hero wasn't that bad, so they're getting there. Well, like we always say, it's not necessarily the studio. Sometimes it's just the budget, so we'll, we'll see. 
They have also confirmed returning casts, including Mion, uh, Satoko, Rika, Rena, and Keichi are all going to be the original seiyus, so that's also another cool thing. Got a little bit of a a Nipah in there as well. So, cool stuff. Excited? Um, ambivalently excited. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing that we were pretty curious about in the first announcement was, is this going to be... Uh, you know, a remake? Is it going to be a continuation? Is it going to be a spinoff? It does look like there's a lot of scenes in there that are pretty much makeshift of the original. Like a certain scene with a, a big old baseball bat. <laughs> and uh, the iconic scenes of her with the with the knife. So, I'm just curious if they'll be as brutal as they were back then. Because, I mean, technically when Higurashi released, it was in a time where they made a lot of violent anime. Technically, they still do make a lot of violent anime, but they do sometimes cut certain things that... I don't know, I just don't... Black bars everywhere. We're going to get black bars oh, you know this the entire yeah. show. <laughs> you know the original airing is going to be probably highly censored, so that's the, that is the unfortunate thing. We got a show this season that's, uh, that's pretty brutal, and we're getting black bars, and it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool stuff. I'm I'm excited to see that it is a, you know, a complete remake. Some of the character designs look a little weird, like especially Keichi, but um, I do like Akio Watanabe's work, so I'm definitely happy to to have them on board. So cool stuff, cool stuff. Moving on, we have the official site for Love Live franchise has teased a new visual for their new franchise anime. So get ready for the next set of girls. Apparently. <laughs> They have uh, they have been of course doing casting auditions for it already. Uh, it's kind of funny. They have uh, the auditions are restricted to unmarried women from ages fifteen to twenty two, as of April first, twenty twenty. Like I'll specifically say dates. Uh, the audition will not accept applicants from those currently in middle school or lower, and those are existing contracts of record companies and talent management agencies. So, cool stuff. They do have an image that has one of the characters right in the middle on a on a crosswalk. Can't really see much, but cool stuff. I'm ex- I'm excited to see more Love Live, even though the last one wasn't as good as the first one. Sunshine was not as good as the first one, but uh, I did enjoy the first one. So hopefully they'll we'll have a cool cast for this coming third iteration. Excited? Yes, I love my Love Live. <laughs> love the Love Live. Have like have love for the love live love, so yep yep yep. Moving forward, we have the new 4K remaster of Akira is opening in Jap- Japanese theaters on April 3rd. Again, if that actually happens, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I seen I seen a listing on CD Japan at some point that had the 4K version of Akira, and I wanted to pre-order it and I forgot about it, so I wonder if it's still available. But I, I really would like to um, see how that looks. That's pretty cool. I think that would be a pretty awesome 4K. Moving on, we have Day Day Live. Fourth season has been confirmed. It's about Day Day Live is getting a fourth season. Nothing really much besides a key visual of some of that's familiar, and the other two do not look familiar. So I'm, I'm assuming these two are new characters. But yeah, nothing really known. Besides that, that's coming. So, cool stuff. Cool stuff. And, um, unfortunate news for those that are enjoying the light novel series, it is coming to an end. 
on March 19th. So it is uh, finally coming to a conclusion. So there you go. And more Day Live news. We have Day Date, Date A Bullet anime has revealed its staff and a visual for it. So cool little shot of, I'm guessing, Kurumi. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing she's like the main character of that one. Or am I just assuming that she's a main character of Day Date Bullet? She's probably the main character of that. At least the main love interest, anyway. Date a, a bullet. Her thing a... is bullets. <laughs> well, yeah, so is the flying mecha chick, but I didn't say that she was going to be the main character of it because it's Date a bullet. No, she would be Date a me- mecha. <laughs> date a laser beams. I don't know. So, yeah, that's uh, cool stuff there. Well, um, hopefully that will turn out to be good. Uh, apparently, Studio Geek Toys is working on it, who, unfortunately, um, have only really done Plunderer and Rewrited, which both have been pretty meh-looking. So, hopefully, again, this is going to be a situation of hopefully they get more budget than normal and something from Plunderer. Plunderer and Rewrited is not the, uh, I guess, showcase of their capabilities. Uh, director Jun Nakagawa... Uh, who did episode directorial work for Killing Bites and Saki's episode of Side A. Um, And that's about all we know so far from it. So, cool stuff. Hopefully it doesn't crash and burn. Uh, We have a full trailer for Ghost in the Shell SAC 2045 anime. is going to be premiering on Netflix on April 23rd. I don't know. No. I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, no. <laughs> no. I don't... I don't know. It's kind of like a... It's know. almost insulting. I, I'm sorry. I hate to say it this way, but that that just... No. It's like like really old action figures, like, like big size action figures looking. They look all kind of plasticky and, and round and... And nothing looks... I mean, the environments and everything... Look, and I think I, I said that with the original trailer that we had where she was driving in the desert and she pulls over. It's like this like idea where the environment and everything is kind of detailed, but then themselves look like they don't fit in the environment. I don't know. It just... Uh, I mean, I'll watch it, but I mean, that that is just frustrating. It, it looks like... Like cartoony Barbie dolls. Yeah, I guess. It looks like they're trying to be cartoony and at the same time not CG-ish. And it still looks CG. I mean, it's obviously CG. It's just... It's not anime style. It's not... And that, that... is the best way to put it. I mean, yeah, it, what Andrew was saying, it looks plasticky or, um, like an old style, um, I guess higher, higher end, um, like final fantasy cutscenes back in the day, like when they were still getting ready to go to the next level. Yeah. No, that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of that goat, that, uh, Gundam CGI movie. The, what was it called? Uh, not CGI movie. It was CGI series. Which, which one was the Gundam that had the CGI that we watched? Kind of reminds me of that, sort of. But yeah. It it looks alright in like dark areas and stuff. I, I almost wish that 
Polygon Pictures worked on this, and not on not uh, what is it? Uh, digital? Uh, what was it? Stupid company. I had it in my brain a second ago, and I lost it. Uh, Solo Digital Arts. I mean, I guess it's better than the hyper the hyper detailed crap. So I I guess on one end it's a bit okay, but it just that doesn't work for me at all. At least for Ghost in the Shell. All right. Well, I want to kick it more until we actually get to see it. Uh, moving on, let's, let's run away from that one. New Rent a Friend trailer has. <laughs> I just want to know that. Right on. <laughs> Rent a girlfriend. Sorry. Uh, just kidding. Just just playing back a joke, and Chris is too focused on the, the panty shot. Um, yeah, Rent a Girlfriend trailer is showing off character Ruka Sadashina. And this is, of course, a series that is due July 2020. But if you are looking forward to Rent a Girlfriend, check out that particular trailer showing off the third character. So we missed one. We've seen one of the characters. We've seen the third character. We missed one of them, apparently. So... Apparently she's confessing to him. I don't know if she's playing with the other girl or trying to win him over the other girl. We'll see. She seems pretty serious. She also seems to be, uh, I guess, blackmailing him with a recording. Cool stuff, though. She's adorable. Very cute. Love she's her. Very cute. So I'm guess one. I wonder if it was this girl was the second one or if it was this one. Yep, it was the blondie. We haven't seen the blondie yet. Which one is the Blondie? We're watching the Blondie right now. The Blondie is... Uh, it's above their head. Oh, it's Aoyuki! I gotta watch this with the audio. At least let her Aoyuki side out. Wait, She's it, an angel with a dark side. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, uh, Ruka. Saves kind of makes sometimes, you know? <laughs> uh, mommy might end up winning because of that, Seiyu. I'm sorry. Looking forward to that one. Looks like a lot of fun. Looks like these girls are going to mess with him a lot. So that's that's always good. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. I have to wait until summer, though, unfortunately. Next bit of news. Uh, for those that are fans of Demon Slayer, which is pretty much a lot of people, because that was quite a hit when it came out. Uh, apparently, Aniplex has announced they are going to make a video game for it. Uh, a PS4 title. And uh, Now, we don't have any actual company that is actually going to be developing it, so... Maybe, hopefully, it's something like Platinum Games and not something that's going to make something not so good, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, apparently, it's going to be called Kimitsu no Yaiba uh, Hino Kami Kiputan. And um, it's going to be focused on demon killing, competitive action game, and it's going to be publishing in 2021. So, Speaking of game, how, how's our fairy tale game coming along? They released a video showing off that they have guild arts in it. That's about it. Hmm. When is that due? June, I think. Is it Ju- June? June, yeah. I only know that because it was a news article and I was thinking about actually having it, but it didn't because it was just revealing Guild Arts. So, but yes, Guild Arts is coming to the fairy tale game. Look forward to that. Look forward to it. And they're going to be doing the whole key to the 400 years ago dragon celestial uh, wizard's arc thing, Majiggy. So you get to fight dragons. Mm-hmm. Including the perverted one. Yeah. That blows people's clothes off because he doesn't like tasting clothes. That's a thing. Don't worry about it. Don't think too hard on it, people. Uh, let's see here. Brand new animal 
is getting a prequel novel on April 23rd. So if you cannot watch it because it's on Netflix and you have access to buy it and can read Japanese, you can read the prequel novel. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm sure that one, I'm sure one of them will probably snatch it up. Uh, more news around the Fate Grand Order. We have a trailer has been released. It's technically just a kind of extended trailer. So if you've seen the other trailer, you're not really getting too much extra. Uh, besides a couple of shots of other characters like Ozymandias and stuff like that with their confirmed seiyus for the um, Fate Grand Order, the movie Divine Realm of the Round Table Camelot. Uh, it is going to be revealed. It is revealed a August 15 opening date in Japan for the first film, which is Wandering. Agaturum film. And, um, of course, Signal MD will be doing the first film, and then Production IG will be doing the second film. I'm very curious how that's going to work. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess technically, if you, as long as you have, like, the same, you know, key people, like, character artists and stuff like that working with it, it should look the same, but <laughs> you're kind of changing staff, and hopefully that doesn't make the character changes visually at all apparent. So... Cool stuff. We probably won't see it for a long time, but uh, here's hoping it won't be too long of a late. Typically with uh, Anaplex titles, with the kind of air in Japan, and then usually a year, maybe a year and a half, we'll be getting it over here. So look forward to that one. Cool stuff. Bleach! Just trying to get everything. Uh, Just here, make our stories. Pretty much. It's kind of how, how I kind of seen it when they first announced that they had like five different studios all working on different parts of the fake Grand Order franchise. It's like, okay, that's uh, very weird and out of order, but sure, let's go with that. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, technically Camelot's before the current Babylonia, and then they're going to be doing the Solomon thing. Like, that's later, and then just it's all over the place. Probably going to need everybody to sit down for this one. They probably already know. I, I, this is like one of those news. It's not really news because in, unless, well, again, most people don't look at the news, but yeah, I guess you'd probably see it in your social media feed. Uh, Bleach is getting a new arc adapted as an anime. The last arc. Are you okay? Do you, I, do you need I, a I, moment? I had to take a, I, t- I need to take a moment. Um, Wow. This is much. This is way too much. Yeah? Yes. Which arc is that? Probably the... Um, Thousand the Year King. Blood War arc? The, uh, the King. It said the last, uh, the last arc. That's what the so. arc is. I'm, I'm just joking with you. Yeah. It's the Thousand Year Blood War arc. According to this news article. What do you think? You think you want to go to Bleach after Fairy Tale or So this was yeah, this was my thought process. I'm like Now it's complete it's going to be completed. We're technically going to be watching more shows next season, so it's not like we're getting a lot more free time. But my thought was watch up watch out until episode fifty one of Fairy Tale Two, switch over to Bleach, get caught up on Bleach, because this is technically coming out. Uh, probably pretty soon. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't say anything about stopping it. <laughs> fairy tale. Look, <laughs> I got to finish this show. Finally. Come on. Uh, I just want to get at you. 
and I I kind of started watching the 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 quick little video that they had announcing it and stuff like that. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't watch this because I'm behind a couple arcs. So I don't know. I don't know how far back I am. I know we talked about this before, and I've already forgotten how far back I am. I think I'm probably like I don't know, fifty episodes or something like that behind. But yeah, that's uh, fifty episodes. Cool. Yeah. I think that's what I found out last time. That was like 50 was episodes it? off. It was like 300 or something episodes, right? Oh, I read the manga, so I guess that's not even... Oh. But yeah, I'd, I'd want to I'd restart it. Because I don't remember really anything. I mean, I, I remember parts of it. I just don't remember, like, a lot of the... I guess a lot of it's the terminologies and stuff like that is going to be the thing that I'm going to forget. I'm going to forget, like, the advancement of of Ichigo and stuff like that. So I'd probably really want to watch it from the beginning. Yeah, I, I would really want to watch it from the beginning anyway, mostly because of the fact that I, I would really want to refresh on a lot of characters. And it won't hurt to see some of my favorite characters all over again. But yeah, technically, when we were talking about the idea of doing all these epic series, as we call them epics, the ones that have been, you know, 200, 300, 500 episodes long, the one, when Chris was asking me which one I would want to watch, it was Bleach. Bleach was the only one that I can... I mean, besides stuff like... Technically, Hero Academia is becoming... Is is soon to become one of them. Is soon one of them. It's <laughs> soon to become one of those ones that is hitting the hundreds of episodes. But it's not quite there yet. But that is technically one of the ones I've enjoyed the most out of all of them. Because the action is just insane. The animation is insane. They have not let up on that one. Uh... Technically, we were thinking that Seven Deadly Sins was going to hit that epic mark as well, and so I was really thinking that would be another contender for my favorites as well. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, Naruto, yeah, I've watched a lot of it. I've watched a lot of pretty much all the big epics except for, you know, One Piece. But Bleach was one that I enjoyed the most. Yeah, Bleach. Like far Bleach, more than Fairy Tail, far more than Naruto. It was Bleach. Bleach knocked it out of the park right away. Um, and It's just a lot more gritty. Yeah, you can argue a little bit too try-hard dark with the, you know, emo mask and crap. But I guess it was just the right show at the right time for me. It was just kind of like, wow, this is like an, you know, an awesome version of something similar to something like Dragon Ball. Well, even when we were we were trying to break it down, it's like when when... It, it, it had the intrigue that you need for a shonen. You had the the vast amounts of. Um, it was almost similar to corporations or whatever you want to call them units. It it, it really did pull out all the stops. It it liked to create. I do the, the difference in in power too. It, it it was able to, but it was never do like the power levels. Well, it was never like Dragon Ball, where it got to the point where it was just basically Goku and anybody else. Like, Goku versus the next big bad. And everybody else was kind of just fodder. This one really had that feeling of him kind of gradually building himself up. Which I guess technically could get to the point where it's like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think at some point, didn't he lose, like, a lot of his power? He had to do, like, a reset. Something like a reset that happened at some point. He had about three resets. (laughs) 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 Gotta keep... Gotta reset the the meter, the power meter. Start over. You went over 9,000. Time to come back to one again. But yeah, um, I'm excited for that, mainly because it does get me kind of pumped in the idea of one of the kind of, one of the few things that made me kind of hesitate jumping back into Bleach and finally refinishing it was the idea that it technically wasn't finished. Yeah. Similar to Fairy Tale. 
I have like a really huge desire to finish Fairy Tale because I know it's actually finished. <laughs> That's one of the main reasons why I just stuck to the manga. I I completely gave up. I don't think I've watched an actual episode since uh Hucho Mundo started. Um I I don't think I ever ever even bothered. I went on to the manga and and just kept going. And yes, I did pirate at the time, so forgive me. Um, I don't think that was about the only way to get it back. Then. Yeah, it was the only <laughs> that way. That was get it back the then. only way to watch it back then. There was no other. There was no other method. Um, but yeah, I got. I've. I've. I've been kind of nosing in there here and there. But then again, I did the same thing with Naruto. But I gave up on. I gave up on the shows a long time ago when when those those were going. I'm trying to think of the name of the website that had the the torrents for that one. Because they, I think they did at the same time they were doing like Inuyasha and stuff. I still vaguely remember what the site looked like. That's what's kind of funny. So yeah, that's um, skip fillers. You think? No, no, no. You're not gonna skip that entire anime original no. arc with the stupid weapons becoming personified. No, I actually liked it. <laughs> like, uh, I liked it, but I didn't like the ending. The later parts of it was kind of like, eh, eh, what are we doing here? Now the question is, what do we do with the movies? Gotta watch them. Gotta watch them. The first one I think was really good. Movie. We got some fairy tale movies out there too. I think if if I'm remembering correctly, I think the first one was really good. The first movie. I remember two, maybe three of them. Diamond Dust. There was one with the Shiki girl. Now you're really testing my <laughs> my knowledge. I don't remember. I want to say I've seen a third one, but I cannot cannot for the life of me remember what that one was about. Uh, it was probably about Ichigo. Probably. <laughs> it probably had Ichigo in it. Diamond Dust was more about one of the sisters, wasn't it? Uh, Leech movie guy. That's uh, the Shiki girl. Memories of Nobody. Ah, I, I remember it. Memories of Nobody. I think that was a good one, too. Uh, Diamond Dust Rebellion. That one was really good, if I remember correctly. Right. Because that one had the, the Ice Boy. Fade to Black. I remember that That's one. That's the third one. That's the third one. Did I like that one? I remember that one being really... I think that one was a Bount kind of extension to the Bount arc, and you probably wouldn't have liked that. I don't, Yeah, I don't... Hellverse... That was one that I've been wanting to watch. Because that one was the... Um, maybe I did watch that one. It looks familiar from that the That was the one where it was a continuation of his mama's arc. Group of strange warriors seemingly break out of hell itself and force Ichigo into helping them escape from their internal torment by bringing his sister Karen and Yuzu down with them, raising the stakes quite a high, quite a high, and definitely making the battle seem more personal for Ichigo than for the previous film. This is just talking about it. I don't, I don't remember that one. I don't. Twenty ten. I probably didn't watch that. I don't see myself have been watching this at twenty ten. I think that was about the time where I fell off of it. Man, I've watched more than I remember. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I probably watched two of the movies, and I'm looking at these like, I watched that, watched that, watched that. Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe I have watched them all. I don't know. I don't know how much I've watched. Well, I thought that I missed out on a bunch of them, too, so don't feel bad. Well, that was 2010, so like, yeah, that's so crazy how far back that was. I'm going to try to remember what I was at in my episode count. Like I said, I think I wasn't that far back out from it. They were doing training with those. Uh, you see, I've watched. I think I've watched that. Maybe training with who? 
There was like this band of people, and he lost all of his powers, and they stuck him inside of a tank, no, and they can, the and they're forced into the X stuff. That's right after the um, the huge Amanda arc. Keep going back. Sure, I would almost go from the uh, beginning forward. This That's... is all I've seen. All this stuff. I was in this stuff. Right. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Really? They are, they are nowhere. They are nowhere near ready for the the new the newest stuff. There's at least, if that's... Well, this is volume 55 to 74. That's a lot of vo- manga right there. It's 20 volumes they're going to be covering. Well, I guess technically 20 volumes can like go through like literally two cores. So, <laughs> so do you recognize any of this stuff that's happening here? Like the oh, I'm, I'm like I'm like way, way past all that crap. That That stuff happened... Forever ago. So what you're reading into, is that an arc, or has it been multiple arcs? There's several arcs. Maybe they don't have it all up on here. No, because that's like 300 episodes. 364. Well, if you consider 300 and something episodes covering 55 episodes, what is 55 episodes, or 55 volumes divided by 370 uh, episodes? Yeah, 366 episodes. That would cover what? So I guess it could be another another 100 episodes or so. Maybe 150 episodes? Unless the manga has been giving you filler, and they're going to actually cover the non-filler. <laughs> Does that work that way? It's true. I Does it work about, that way? I forgot about the filler crap. Um, There's no way. There's no way that they're going to fit that much into... I mean, that's a lot to cover. But what do you think these arcs are called in the anime? The Lost Agent apparently was the last arc they did. Lost Agent is volume... The title of the 49th volume is The Lost Agent. So, you guess that that covered quite a bit into, I don't know, maybe here with the anime? Maybe the battle? And this is supposed to be 55, so yeah. They're covering 55, the Blood Warfare onto this one so so was this batch of volumes right here that many arcs you think or you just when was the last time you watched or read it well it's been a while since i read it but i mean seriously i'm but if you stop watching the show way back at the husamundo does that make you think that all this was not adapted and that's what you're thinking of no I think all of that is adapted. I, I've been watching what's been ad- adapted and not watching the show. I mean, here and there, I'll clip in, oh. clip in to see stuff. Like, I wanted to see Nell. I, I love Nell. Um, but at the same time, I've always been aware of what, what the show has covered. I really, what I need to I do really is do I need to get, get back to the manga and, and see how far... How far, because there's, like I said, it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem that, all I'm saying, they could, I mean, do it in two seasons. I seriously doubt it. Um, I think that at least 100 episodes would cover, maybe two two years worth of show, maybe might cover what they've got left. Well, they haven't stated how many episodes they're doing. Right. They could do 300 more episodes. Well, I don't think they're going to because it's literally only... 20 volumes versus well I guess yeah like you mentioned earlier you have 366 episodes but again <laughs> we're talking a good maybe 100 of those are probably filler All right. 
not not that much. I'm just kidding. Bleach, I think, only did maybe two fillers at best. One was the Bount arc, and then and that was a season filler, and then the rest was just kind of goofy things here and there, like the the sisters having a, a baseball match or something. Fillers are 33, 50, then like, wow, 40 episodes, and then 10 episodes, 10 episodes, no, like two episodes, one episode, two episodes, two episodes, two, and that's like 40, wow. So yeah, maybe maybe it might be an, an episode as filler. So yeah, that, that skews it a little bit. That skews it just a little bit. Anywho, that was a lot of Bleach talk, but I kind of figured that was going to happen because we love Bleach. And we do like we our Bleach. Want to get back into it. So you know, I, I do. That was my mindset. Was the idea of finishing off Fairy Tale and then definitely for definitely be doing Bleach next. It'll be nice to get at least two two solid shonens under our belt. <laughs> I mean, claiming Dragon Ball is nice, but technically I haven't finished Dragon Ball. <laughs> it's one of those. Oh, I finished Dragon Ball, finished Dragon Ball Z, finished GT, just didn't finish Super. I I wasn't even thinking about Super. I was talking about those, you know, big old chunks of like the snake way that I... I still can't watch that. <laughs> I just blacked out at some point. I don't know what the hell happened at that point. That that particular part of the show, it seems to be really hard for me to do. I don't know why. It's it's somewhere in the snake way. It's somewhere in the snake uh, snake way into somewhere in the uh, Namek part that I have a hard time. We have what probably seventy five seventy five episodes left of, of Fairy Tale. Yeah, it shouldn't be much more. You just got that in Fairy Tale Zero, and that's it. So that's like about fifty episodes, and then we have fifty of the Fairy Tale. So yeah, about hundred episodes. We're almost done with Fairy Tale. Almost done with it. Uh, gotta get that Fairy Cast episode posted. <laughs> it remind me, don't remind me. I'm sorry. I'm getting it posted. I, was, I still gotta post up the Arya season two too. Yeah. Weeks suck right now, so about my only time of breather is the weekend, and we're doing the podcast and everything, so... Yep. Moving on. High Dive has added To Love Rue, or is going to be adding To Love Rue, the English dub, to their catalog. So, it's going to be beginning streaming on March 27th, so if you've been looking forward to the dub for To Love Rue, you want to buy the Blu-ray, you'll be able to stream it, apparently. So, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Looking forward to that one, Chris? No. No. <laughs> I love my two love room, but I'm not not interested in some. Don't read anything on this page, by the way. Um, Sing yesterday to me, manga is getting a special chapter on April first, so I'm guessing. I think somebody said it's supposed to be a kind of a after story. So, unless you actually have read the thing, maybe after the show airs, you can check that out and find out more about it. I wouldn't read anything into it though at the moment. <laughs> Uh, Code Geass. Did you get spoiled on something you didn't want to get spoiled on? It's a good thing I didn't recognize the names, and I'm will probably forget the names by the time this. I've already forgotten the names, so okay. hopefully when the names get mentioned, I don't know, I'm going to make assumptions, but it could just be saying that these two characters are doing something. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that they're together. Who knows? We don't know. Uh, it just says that it's a it's a after story kind of thing. Code Geass. Lelouch of the Resurrection manga is going to be launching in April. 
And apparently this is a manga that's going to be covering the story in that blank period of time up into the resurrection. So there's like a little time jump. So apparently this will tell that story. It's supposed to be a completely original story. So interesting. Interesting, sort of. I, One I really of these do. days somebody will actually have the second season so I can finish that show. It's literally in the box up there. You did not say you had a... Uh, there. The black box that's next to the free hot guys. See that the fr- says the, Pat Liber. See the the hot dudes right there? It says Pat Liber. You see the hot dudes, right? I don't see no hot dudes. Uh, I see a Pat Liber. What? Where's Pat Liber? Right there. Next to my Skippy. You said black box. There's a black box. It says Pat Liber. Okay. Go left. You see our TV. Then yeah. you see Escaflone. Then you see Noragami. Best show. No, you see Cabinary. I'm sorry. My neck's starting to break. Uh, Nor- Noragami. Then you see the hot free boys. I I don't see hot boys. You don't see the free hot my boys? My neck is breaking. What are you talking about? Well, two next to that one's Kogius. Okay. So now you know. Look for hot guys and then go left a couple. I don't want to see no hot I don't guys. Know. Something's in between them. I don't remember. Yeah, something. This is so awesome podcasting here. <laughs> Uh, the website for the series, Deca Dense, or Deca, Deca Denke, maybe? Deca Denke, uh, has announced an anime to premiere this summer. Director Yuzuru Tachikawa, who has uh, done directorial work for Mob Psycho 100 and Death Parade, has stated that it will have a large-scale worldview with drama, monsters, and moving fortresses. Sounds pretty cool. Being done by Studio Nut, who did Saga of Tanya the Evil. Key art for it looks pretty cool. Kind of kind of interested to see what they do with that. Always always like stuff with vast open worlds. Not games, but <laughs> storytelling. So hopefully that turns out pretty cool. You know, we'll see. We'll see. More Gundam news. We have the new Gundam Beyond video is going to be debuting next at the live-size Unicorn Gundam statue on March 20th. So for those that are there for that big reveal, you can look forward to a cool little video done in the spirit of the fourth anniversary, 40th anniversary uh, concept Beyond, which is uh, apparently featuring Gundam UC protagonist Benegar Lynx. Traveling through the worlds of various Gundam series. So, he's going to be walking around, getting passed up by different people of different shows that we have watched. Pretty cool. Seeing pretty much characters from the second series on until Iron Blood Orphans. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. In the newer style. So, that's got to be pretty awesome to see a lot of that stuff in a newer animation style. Just makes me want all that stuff reanimated <laughs> with their new style. Please, just just kill your people and make them have to chunk out like remakes over and over again of all of your old series in new glory. Pretty cool though. I was I was pretty pretty blown away by that that uh, reveal. Hopefully, that's something that will end up on their YouTube channel or something later on that we can check out. Uh, let's see here, fans of Shirabako, if you are desperately waiting for them to bring Shirabako over here, you can check out the first 10 minutes on YouTube. Apparently they have posted up the first 10 minutes of the movie, so you can check that out. I don't think it has subtitles, so you're just going to basically, hopefully you can translate some of it, or just check it out, just for seeing your favorite waifus and stuff again. 
cool stuff. You gonna check it out? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want to be spoiled. True, <laughs> unless you really know what's happening, it's kind of stupid to spoil yourself. Uh, but we can kind of gather what's what they're kind of saying. It's not most of all of it. But I'm ir- well, Okay, let me rephrase it. It'll just irritate me that I didn't get to watch the whole thing. True, true, true. Kodansha Comics has licensed many series, including a condition called Love. Uh, we also have My Roomie is a Dino. So that's that um, Gal to Dino, that series short that we were talking about in our preview. Uh, there's a lot of these here in this announcements that they pretty much seen what's coming next season and got all the licenses. So. I, I think that's brilliant. That yeah. is like the best thing to do is just snatch the st- those things up. I might actually go read the My Roomie is a Dino. That might be a cool way to check that one out because, like I said, I'm not too fond of the animation style. So maybe it's something I'll enjoy as a in the manga format. Of course, Haku Shigoto, which is the one of the big series that we're looking forward to the next season, which of course is done by the guy that did Sayonara Zetsuba Sensei. Uh, Starcrust uh, Junko? I don't know. No, Junko is the author. I'm sorry. Starcrust is the name. Uh, a Sign of Affection, uh, Orient, uh, the hero of a self-proclaimed mediocre demon. So that one is Chrono, a young demon traveling from his small village to study at a prestigious school connected to the Demon King's castle itself. Determined to keep his country bumpkin status a secret, he tries to keep a low profile but when his groundbreaking performance in his final test attracts the attention of not only his gorgeous classmates, uh, but the Demon King himself, uh, herself, sorry, Demon King herself, Chrono realizes his dream of a happy normal, high, uh, happy, normal school life may die in the dungeons just like him. Interesting. And finally, Dolly Kill Kill, which is Iruma is a living, is living his best high school life until... Mascot-looking aliens from another world invade with their flesh-eating bugs, seemingly hell-bent on destroying humanity violently and effectively. On that fateful day, Iruma loses everything, his normal life, his best friend, and his crush. Until six months later, when he catches a glimpse of her again. Is all hope for humanity, or just Iruma himself truly lost? Yeah, they come back as bugs. Call that one... Lost his brain. <laughs> Lost his mind. Uh, some fun Funimation news. We have Funimation has gotten more of uh, of Entertainment titles, including Galaxy Angel. They got PETA 10, Umi Monogatari, Rental Magica, and Fantis- uh, Fantastic Detective Labyrinth. And also, Funimation is going to be streaming Glyphner. Which one is that? The show for next season with the girl getting inside the doll guy's body and they're finding gonna stuff. They're going to dump it. I mean, come on. That sh- that, they're going to dump it. <laughs> that they're manga has full-on nudity. She's always naked when she's inside of him. And that's, like, he's, again, he's a suit. And she's going inside the suit. I'm not saying sexually, but technically they do kind of make a lot of sexual jokes based off it. But come on, Funimation. Stop licensing etchy and pornographic stuff you're not gonna like it why bother (laughs) what are you doing funimation roberts (laughs) what the hell are you doing fix your app anyways (laughs) fix your app (laughs) 
<laughs> Roberts, damn it. Uh, customer experience, come on. Make it enjoyable. And finally, some series coming to an end. Seru Girl manga is coming to an end in sixth chapter with its 13th volume as its final. Aochan Can't Study sequel manga is getting an ending in April. And Kakushigoto, we just talked about that again. <laughs> the manga is coming to an end with its 12th volume in summer. Which makes me wonder if the animated series will have a complete story. I don't know how long Kakushigoto is going to be. I'll have to look into that. Interesting, interesting. Um, let's see here. I guess the only other bit of news is the Sony uh, finally revealed their PS5 specs. Been waiting that for a long time. Kind of curious that it happens right after Xbox does like a full-on let somebody in and tear apart our console to look at it reveal. Anything out? Did you so watch? who's win- winning next? <laughs> who's winning I next? I, I I I just heard you tell me about it. I planned on going and looking at it, but I never did get around to it. Yeah, I kind of mentioned. A, to really, it. only interested in one system anymore. So true, 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 true. Well, I kind of mentioned to Chris. It's kind of a. I think it sucks for third party developers because I think both systems have like these one things they're trying to do. I think with the last system you had, you know, Xbox was trying to do like this whole. TV thing, and they were all about the. Are they Kinect. still doing the TV thing, or did they give up? I haven't seen a. Did TV they get slapped? In. Did they get slapped hard enough in the face, <laughs> or are they going to be going back to that next 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 the, the, console? I, the back ports. I did not see a TV in, so that's a good <laughs> sign. <laughs> they could still be streaming TV. Who knows? But no, I, I think the the troubling thing is that, like, technically with with PS, I'm guessing they're going completely or, digital now, right? With, no, they both have Blu-ray 4K players. Really? Yeah, so I can get rid of my box that I only really bought to watch 4K. <laughs> but no, I think with the last consoles, they had like, yeah, technically Sony had like higher GDR and stuff like that. And they were pushing VR. And then you had uh, Microsoft was pushing TV and stuff. So they were trying to do something unique there. But with this one, it's like they're both going for raw power. But they're both doing it in different ways. Whereas Microsoft is touting teraflops. They got like two extra teraflops. Big whoop de doo. You have Sony going, but our our access hard drive are, is going to be this SSD that's going to have like an uh, architecture around it that can push like four, 5.5 gigabytes per second. Which is just mind-blowing. So they both are technically doing something to push the limits. You have Sony pushing... Uh, data retrieval and you have Microsoft's pushing just pure computing power. The problem then comes in, what is each side doing wrong? I don't necessarily see a problem so far on Sony's side. I think they do have a lot too much focus on audio that I think most people aren't going to experience because they have like their own single chip that's going to do the audio processing. They're really pushing this idea of like making the sound, like, perfectly for the structure of your ear. He was even tracking a joke about how we're going to handle that. We don't know. We're going to have, like, like five different settings, and you have to figure out which uh, which sound setting will drive sound to your ears the best way. Or are we going to have you take a picture of your ear and send it into us so we can give you a custom setting? And I'm like, no way if you're going to do something like that. Are we going to give you a mold and mold your ear, and we can craft it around that? 
it was getting a little crazy and with the sound. Just, just from what you you pretty much given me the impression of, I this is something that I've been complaining about for at least what the last two consoles where they kept going up and up on their on their teraflops and all that crap, and it was like, okay, seriously. You, you, Nobody can really see. I mean, yes, I know that our 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 eyes can see minute details. It's it's underplaying it, but at some point, the going from what was it? Four uh, K was already overkill, and now you're going. You're wanting to talk. People are talking about eight K, and it's like, okay, you're just you're just being stupid at this point. Now, from what I'm gathering. With the draw distance and everything that the the faster seek times that um, that Sony's going with, that I think is actually the direction that they need to start going. And what you were saying about the the sound, at some point, sounds going to have to get uh, covered as well. So it's it's not a bad idea that they're starting to dabble in that. Those are those are things that that's all immersion factor stuff that you're gonna have to cover at some point. So I'm actually impressed that they're actually saying okay. We're done with the the farther than 4K at least for now, and let's yeah, let's start let's start covering these other things. Well, this is sad thing is that neither one of those are probably going to push 4K. They're they're both probably going to have some kind of I don't know checkerboarding or something to reach 4K. I don't see either one of them being like true 4K uh, rendering because that takes some pretty powerful computers to pull off. Maybe they might pull it off with maybe. I don't know, Forza, like a racing game where it's like tunnel, this is where you're going. You can probably push 4K with that, but nothing that's going to push a broad area. It's just not going to happen. My, I, I kind of, you cut me off after I made a, this is the issue that I had with this Sony one. So I'll give a I'll give one to, to Microsoft. The biggest one I think with Microsoft is that where Sony is like, yeah, it's going to be a high spec SSD. If you want to install another SSD in it, it's going to have to be this one higher spec but it's not proprietary, so anybody can make it. Whereas Microsoft, if you want to increase that size, you have to use a proprietary memory card they're going to sell. And it's like, okay, are we taking some uh, some mistaking advice from like Vita days and, I don't know, back in the old school days of, of Nintendo with cartridges and, and, and putting out a possible high dollar proprietary memory card that's going to probably cause a big stink? Unless you got some big deal with memory card companies, I'm sure it's probably going to be very expensive. Mm-hmm. That's like the only... But, so I think the only cool thing I really did see out of the Microsoft stuff was the fact that you can suspend like four games at once. Yeah, that was cool. cool. Like he, they literally was playing that new, I don't know what the hell it was, crazy psycho chick chanting uh, trailer. It's from the um, the Heavenly Sword chain of stuff. I don't know. I know it's not a sequel to Heavenly Sword, but it was a sequel thing that had the character that looked like she was in Heavenly Sword. So that's why I call it the Heavenly Sword sequel. Uh, so they were showing, like, you know, basically like, ter- uh, uh, you know, Tomb Raider-style graphics, third-person climbing up stuff, and then, like, boom, they bring up a menu, and boom, they're playing Ori the Blind Forest. And it's like, that is way cool. <laughs> like, I love that with my Switch, that I can go, boop, it's instantly off. Yeah, technically, they have suspend in the current consoles besides the Nintendo, but they're like, it takes like a while to go on standby, and then you come back and you hit the button, and it takes another probably, you know, five, six seconds before you actually play the game, whereas the Nintendo Switch is like, boom, you're there. And this is like four games. Watch Sony come up and say, oh yeah, we did that too. They will probably. I mean, (laughs) there's no reason why they wouldn't be able to do that. 
they're probably going to be using the same technology. They have SSDs in them now. Finally, (laughs) there's this new technology that PC gamers have been enjoying since 2010 called SSDs, and we have finally incorporated them into our consoles. (laughs) So that's, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, on that side, Microsoft doing that was pretty cool with, with, but I think the fact that they stated several times that they will not have exclusive on Microsoft's consoles, like there's no point in buying that then there's, there, there's nothing there. Except for suspending four games at once. There's no reason to buy a console for... Well, I can play those in a suspension mode. Cool. But the, the Sony stuff just sounds like it's doing some cool stuff. The, with the, they're really wanting to push this audio sound. They think that's going to be the next thing for their VR is having audio that really tells you what he mentions is presence. Right. When something is, you know, at your, say, four o'clock and they make a noise, you should be able to turn your head... And know exactly where you should turn your head. Not turn your head till you see it because you thought you heard it to your right. You know exactly where it's at. And it's a challenge because technically everybody's head size is different. Everybody's ear shape is different. And that's something they're trying to overcome, which is pretty cool. And I think that's, I think that's pretty much the big things. But yeah, the, the, the 5.5 gigabyte draw from the hard drive is insane. And they were talking about specifically with that raid speed, they could essentially have everything behind you not render until the moment you turn. And the idea that they can pull data <laughs> faster than your character can turn and compile it and create it is just, again, the only people that are going to take advantage of that is going to be first party exclusives. Anything that's cross platform is not going to utilize that power because it's not available over here at that speed. Right. So it causes a kind of a difficulty there, but it's fascinating. It's very, very fascinating. But I'll probably just get a PS5, if anything, because, again, Microsoft yeah, doesn't really have point, exclusives that I care about. That, that, if, they have a, if they have a game that I like at Microsoft, I'll play it on my PC. I think we were discussing that a while back, and we were trying, we were, we were ta- discussing the idea of where, where the actual bottleneck is, and, and, and I was bringing up the point that bottlenecking is usually in the hard drive to the processor is, is, is the actual pulling that information. And once, once you get the throughput from your, your processor to your, your graphics card to your, your, your screen, all that is, is once you get that completely wide open, the only thing left is, is that hard drive. And then it sounds like that's, that's what they're shooting for. And that's something that is kind of hard to get that, that, that part into your your gaming experience after that where is the next bottleneck i mean sound but at the same time sound is not that that's only an immersion factor once you get to that that what's next i mean just it goes back to the processor i guess that's the funny thing because like technically when you when you mentioned earlier about the idea of pushing to 4k or pushing to 8k it's like i think most people just want higher frame rate why why are we so focused on the crispy coolness of it and not more on the 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 speed of it yeah the fluid motion of it they've always been pushing to make things bigger and higher res why is the focus more on making it just smoother Mm -hmm. it's because again screenshot sell (laughs) crazy awesome trailers that aren't going to capture that sell but yeah it's I, I think I think higher uh, higher speeds of of the actual 
movement. I, but I think the 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 access of memory is an important thing because technically right now the big feat, and that was one of the big pushes for PS4 was this idea of having such a high amount of GDDR RAM in there. They're storing all this these components into the RAM and it's accessing them on a regular basis because that's the kind of what you're currently viewing. But to have it to where they technically could have that cache on the hard drive and be able to pull that, it as I fast that will be the next, is insane. I wonder if that will be the next 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 step because it's that's that's always been something that we've always kind of I mean that was something that way back in the day we were kind of toying with was the idea of the virtual drives where we just cut out a chunk of our memory and just turn it into a, a miniature hard drive and that was super fast and they we kind of got away from that at some point and I wonder if that will become the next thing to do is to just go back to merging your 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 drive with your your memory they're getting there with that with that 5.5 speed they're pretty mm-hmm. much there and that's what they were talking about is being able to possibly do that and again I don't know if that's something that is as doable with what Microsoft's doing and if that's the case then it's going to make it difficult for taking another leap so the, the only leap we have right now is just that base what 3.5 or so uh, SSD speed and that's right. what everything's going to run off of because that's the that's the low bar and again on the other side, their their teraflops they're going to work with is ten teraflops because that's what Sony's doing. They're not going to use that other two that Microsoft's doing. So you have to find that middle ground that everything hits, and that's what everybody's going to develop for. But again, with Sony, at least you're going to have exclusives that are wanting that are going to take advantage of that. So the next the next Norman Reedus Hideo Kojima game will have insane. Did you go and try that yet? Access no. <laughs> no, no, no. What? Did you change your mind on whether or not you loved Norman Reedus? Uh, I'm not huge on Norman Reedus. <laughs> I don't think I've ever stated that I'm like a fanboy of his or anything. <laughs> he can be pretty hot sometimes, but that's about it. Like gruffy, gruffy hit guy going on. <laughs> he does Anyways. have that kind of long hair. He's kind of hot. Yeah. yeah. Moving on, we have our community. We have community questions. Again, if you go to talkingspirit.com, go to the form at the top there and sign up. You can leave a question in our anime cast question thread, or you can leave a comment in the contest, contact us button at the top, or just tweet it to us, email. There's many ways you can get a hold of us. Like Ira. Ira says, <laughs> I'd rig it wrong if I said it. <laughs> Ira says, only got one question this time. Oh, this is the one that we skipped last time. So I did some research to help actually answer this time. So yeah, uh, only one question this time. But what are some of your favorite uh, lines and quotes from anime? Of course, feel free to list a lot. You don't have to pick a single one or anything. I went through my my anime list of 1,500 or so titles and realized really quickly I have a terrible memory. So even though I looked at the list, That's, I can't remember what the lines were. It's, it's so, so silly because most of the ones that I remember actually were from American anime. So it's like, or English anime uh, dubs. So even though I hate English dubs, it's from it's, anime. <laughs> Super Saiyan <laughs> Bargain Sale. It's Super Saiyan Bargain Sale. <laughs> It's so funny, like, that your favorite lines from back in the day are from dubs that you would, if you heard them today, you would just cringe. I, I would. I totally If you never would. watched Dragon Ball 
and suddenly somebody threw the English voice actor mm-hmm. for for Vegeta in your face with you say you're a bag of those stupid dub ruining the source material with that they didn't say that you probably said something like they're just making everybody Super Saiyan or something like that in Japanese yeah. and but they decided to put it's a Super Saiyan bargain sale mm-hmm. that's fantastic but yeah after I read a couple of years like, I was like oh yeah I, I, wait wait these are all English <laughs> I did remember one that I think I specifically really did enjoy. And I did kind of mention another one that I'll, I'll mention. But uh, specifically, and so, March Comes Like a Lion has a lot of great lines in it. Again, this is one of those things where I can go through a lot of these and go, this show had a lot of great lines. I can't remember any of them. <laughs> I just know certain shows have like poetic writing in that or very deep themes with a lot of really cool lines in them. I just don't remember them. But I did specifically remember in March Comes Like a Lion... And I don't remember exactly the way it was worded, but he essentially says that it's painful to go to the uh, Koamoto family, which is the family that of sisters that he visits, because they're like a, uh, a kotatsu, that every time he goes there, he gets warmed, he gets the warmth of their family, then it makes going outside colder, just like a kotatsu. So when he leaves the uh, Koamoto family, it makes it more painful because of how dark and cold his life outside of visiting that family is. And I thought that was a really cool line. Again, I don't remember exactly the, the wording, but it was really Yeah, cool. that was a great, great scene. Here's your, here's your dub one. C-Base? Is that like third base? So A-Base is kissing, and B-Base is petting, and C-Base is, can it be? <laughs> yes! Yes, I love programming! That's C-base, all right. I, I, that, that reminds me of this stinking um, uh, swimming the swimming scene, swimming, swimming, swimming scene. and <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's Princess's the toilet. throne. The, the, the throne. throne, yes. <laughs> oh, you're so naughty. Oh, I love that show. It's so wrong. One of the uh, best dubs. That one's. I did love that dub. It is a great dub. Oh, such a wrong show. Such a such pickles a wrong and ice show. cream. Pickles and ice. Yeah, Tenchi Tenchi. I knew exactly which scene you were talking about when you put Tenchi Universe. <laughs> No, I was actually thinking of like how we we've done it several times on this this podcast is doing like reciting like the entire first episode, you know, <laughs> of Galaxy Police Article Two Five Four Six of the Revised Division. Uh, I can't remember. Wah, wah, what do I wah, do? Wah, what do I do? Wah, wah. <laughs> I also. Slipping through there, remember Smash that there's the a lot of uh, Monogatari series has a lot of great quotes in it. So if anybody likes just shows with really cool quotes in it, I think anything with Kaiki, uh, I love a lot of the stuff that Kaiki talks about, like just the manipulation of people or the the seemingly n- manipulation of people and how people accept lies just in order to help themselves. He's I've always loved a lot of his quotes, but. Um, yeah, just just search for Monogatari series quotes. I only know what I know. I only know what I want. <laughs> I don't know everything. I only know what I know. Love love a lot of of Monogatari series. Spice and Wolf has a lot of great quotes. Again, I don't remember half of them, but they're they're fantastic. Uh, and I kind of mentioned with when our last time we tried to read this question, I realized I wasn't going to answer it. Still, again, you say. Lines are quotes. 
the entire scene of of Hatoko yelling at Jedi about that she wouldn't understand his his whole thing. This is um didn't realize it. I mean, I did realize it at some point, but I always forget. But when supernatural battles became commonplace, do you know what the, sh- the studio was? Mm-mm. Trigger. How was it? So it's another trigger show that Andrew likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it needs more. That's the problem. The only problem that that show had was it had a crappy end because it's just like, hey, there's going to be this big old thing where these are going to fight each other and then it just stops. Um, but yeah, that whole scene was. I, I'm sure there's a lot more out there that I have ran into where I'm like, that was a really powerful scene, 100% because of the Seiyu. Uh, like any a lot of things with Aoyuki that I've run into, fantastic work that she does with creating kind of a more twisted character at times. Um, that but, was Aoyuki. No, I'm just saying oh, similar say. to that. <laughs> but the Seifu Hatako nailed that scene. Like it was so weird because that show was so goofy, very kind of uh, over the top with the magic powers that they have and they're training with it and stuff, and messing with them and stuff. And then at this one point. Hatako is just asking him, uh, you know, what do you mean by this? And he's like, well, no, I, you just want to understand, so I'm not going to bother or something like that. And she just drops her – she was cooking something, she drops it, and she starts just yelling at him. And I I think I realized at the time, but then I kinda, it hit me again when I was rewatching it because uh, I rewatched the scene. Is It's so cool how it kind of both puts her frustrations at play, but also really technically has her spilling out the fact that she knows she she's heard everything he says because she recants every mm-hmm. single word and weird mythology. She knows it all. She just doesn't understand why he thinks it's cool and why he's using it in the way he's using it. And I just made me fall in love with it again. Love it scene. was an excellent. It was scene. An awesome scene. Yeah, the dub was all right. <laughs> didn't like the dubbing of it, but that's that's typical. They didn't fall in love. Off, I'm guessing. It, but it's like one of those things where I fell in love with that scene so much based on her performance. How can I ever really accept anybody else doing it? Mm-hmm. I have my preconceived motion, notion there. So I'm not going to say it was a bad scene. It's just I have really love this scene for what she did. I don't think anybody ever is going to top that because I have that lock on it, so to speak. It's one of those things. It's, it, 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 it makes you wonder if it's ever – would I mean – I know that I'm I'm a little bit more finicky about it, so maybe maybe it's probably better for you to a- uh, answer the question. But could you ever? Would you f- would you rather have never gone to Japanese seiyus or had just stuck with dubs? No, because a lot of a lot of my en- we've kind of mentioned this before when we talk about the dubs versus subs. I think we've talked about the aspect of seiyus before. Where seiyus are like, and for those who don't know what a seiyu is, I'm not going to assume everybody does. A seiyu is a Japanese voice actor or voice actress. The seiyus in Japan are essentially the Hollywood stars of, of Japan versus our Hollywood stars. So we idolize Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ben Affleck and all these other Hollywood actors. I'm just throwing random names in there. Nothing specifically for them to. <laughs> Whereas in Japan, it's the seiyus and the idols. The idols and the seiyus, they are their... They're Hollywood stars. Yeah, they technically have actual Hollywood stars, but the popularity is in those seiyus, and those seiyus end up being in live-action shows because they're so popular. Uh, the, real, the, the 
you know, the talk shows and stuff, they'll bring in saves. And I, it didn't really hit me until probably a year or two ago that I started realizing that, wow, I'm really drawn to these certain ones. Like whenever that gruffy guy from, I mean, I think back when we watched uh, Gangsta was the first time we really mm-hmm. kind of drew, we, we finally kind of grabbed onto him and said, well, I recognize this guy and I really like him. And now Perfect we're going back into old, and now we're going back into old shows and going, Oh, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I started realizing that certain characters like him and Aoyuki, all these all these seiyus that we that have these very distinct styles to their voice. I mean, even Rei Kajumia, she has a certain style to herself. Often doing tsundere characters, but she does other stuff like Happy and stuff. Those are certain voices that you've kind of you hear them right off the bat and you recognize. It's almost like the moment that a big TV star pops up on the screen, you know, Norman Reedus pops in the middle of the screen, you're like, there's Norman Reedus! We now have that with these seiyus. And that is one thing that I've really enjoyed. Where, maybe I would get that way with the dubs. Don't get me wrong. There could be... I mean, well, no, we no, have no, a lot of no, no. My, people like Blue Spark that will say, this is this person, I really enjoy them. Maybe I will get that with the, the dubs, but I see more variety of just very off-the-wall and different f- flavors of seiyus that make characters very unique in their own ways, whereas when I watch that stuff in English, sorry again, I hear them as the same people. <laughs> my 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 question is more along the lines of the kind of the spoil factor. Once you go down this road, you can't. I can't seem to go back right. because the more like like you were talking about the if we were to go and watch. Uh, uh, um, Dragon Ball right now, it it's probably not going to work. Same thing with some of the other shows. But at the same time, <laughs> so funny watching Dragon Ball, it's kind. I can't really like. Yeah, I can't. It's, it's she's like obnoxious. <laughs> but it that, and that's 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 the thing is like, is it is it more? It is it, there's there's that factor of watching some of the old shows. You kind of you kind of notice where. Yeah, I would probably I there's this I like this person as this character. So it kind of works, but now if you had went, went through all of these shows and had all of them in the dub, you probably would be more more apt to accept them. But would that be worth the payoff? I mean, yes, I like the seiyus better than I like the the voice actors in the in the English dubs. Well, that's the unfortunate thing because it's also this aspect that you get to this point where I can't see an English person pulling off this goofy character. Mm-hmm. Like this off the wall, whether it's like super cutesy and small character, I just don't see an English person mm-hmm. pulling that off and it not sounding... And again, it's... It's because the character is cutesy and goofy. It, it's very cringe, technically. And to hear an English person try to do it makes me realize it's cringy. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, it's so cute because it's a Japanese girl voicing this. And she's, oh, it's so adorable. But then when I realize, yeah, technically, if I try to do that, it would be very cringy. <laughs> or if, if some you know English-speaking person tried to do that, it's probably going to be very cringy. So it makes me realize that what I'm watching technically is cringy. <laughs> so it's kind of this thing that's breaking that wall. But no, I, I nothing against that aspect, but I just see more variety and more, I guess, naturalness to it because it is, it is not American. 
the, not, again, this isn't a, a knock on watching dubs and enjoying dubs, but what I'm watching, for me, what I'm watching is something that is not American. It's very foreign to what we see outside our door. And so they're technically the ones that are going to be able to pull that off properly without looking goofy. So it's a struggle. It's, it's a struggle it, it because I do a... technically, but I also don't like, I also don't like seeing certain people that are like in our, in our community that are going, I want to watch this, but it's not dubbed yet. And I only watch dub. Yeah. So there's also a big, huge penalty to it because you can't watch the current season as airing unless it's Funimation co-dub and you're still having a delay sometimes. So there's that difficulty as well. Why did you just turn this into a sub versus dub conversation? It wasn't a sub versus... It just was a random thought experience, experiment. But again, I don't think I could ever watch <laughs> Golden Boy yeah. in Japanese subtitle. It just, it's just not... Well, it's like a Cowboy Bebop. Grew up watching it as its original dub. So, or the dub, English dub. Good job, Tenchi. I even yeah. tried to play Resident <laughs> Evil 2 Remake. You can switch it to Japanese voice. Didn't work. No? Because <laughs> I think they... I think they mouth that and everything to the English. But there's technically um who was there were, a lot of people were pointing out that say you for the for Leon was um who was it? Very predominant name though. I'll have to look it up later. Anyways, let's get another question. <laughs> Blue Spark says what's the deadliest music instrument in anime of all time? I expect some creative deliberation and answers from you guys. Flute. Just flute. <laughs> I, I, most of the time, whenever there's a flute being used, it's usually pretty deadly. I cannot think of any. I tried. I tried. It was, the only thing. I, Sailor Moon, there, there's a flute in there that, that was pretty bad. Um, in, in Fairy Tale, we just watched a flute that was pretty deadly. It was actually an ocarina, but it was still a pretty dangerous little flute. What was it, Dance of Death? Dance of Death, yeah. yeah. The one that immediately popped in my head was Katomi from Clanad. The violin. That's a different kind of death. <laughs> Poor baby. She tried so hard. She like hard. stuns everybody in the room and then they have like this whole audition thing where there's a group of people and they got like uh like the the parents and everything are there and she starts playing it and then people start falling over dead. <laughs> the cat and the pig fall over dead. Oh, I love it. The she, voice can be pretty good. It was so great because that always... is the original instrument. Oh, beat that. Yes. Good one. Good one. You know, it seems like back in the day, a lot of the harem rom coms always had like one person that thought they could play an instrument, but they couldn't and they were terrible at it. <laughs> but the one that always popped out in my head was Katomi because that was, that was, that was great. Uh, something about violin, violins, but I, I, technically violin, Altair, Altair from uh, Recreators. It was technically like a machine gun, like a Russian machine gun, and then a sword when she was playing like a violin. <laughs> um, okay, I got you. I got you. Took me a second. I also thought of Haruko's guitar from Fully Cooly because she liked to beat people over the head with a big freaking guitar. So yeah, why not? There you go. That's probably the most dangerous one there. I also thought of Sornowoto because technically, I don't know if I want to mention this. Technically, Kanata from Sornowoto stopped something with the power of a trumpet. I'll just leave it at that. 
No, just admit it. He, she broke your your stone heart, and that's why she did make me it. cry. <laughs> I mean that that scene did make me cry. I have admitted that before. It did make me cry. Uh, let's see here. I also have uh, for some reason it popped in my head. I was like, wasn't there a flute scene in Heavy Object? <laughs> That was a great scene. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to admit to that. I had to go rewatch it because I'm like, was it the flute? No, it was the tuning suit. So I'm like, well, technically, (laughs) if she can get the tuning flute on somebody, uh, get the tuning suit on somebody and then use the flute, it technically is a very dangerous weapon, (laughs) so to speak. Uh, The last one I have on here was Lang Yu's guitar from Thunderbolt Fantasy. Even though he was kind of annoying. It was pretty cool. I didn't like him at first. I'm like, what the hell, guitar? What the hell is this? And then after a while, I'm like, I really like this character. So, Thunderbolt Fantasy. It's over the top. Crazy. That was all the that was all the instruments that I could think of that would either cause harm or or break my heart. So, that had some kind of effect besides doing music. There you go. But yeah. Interesting question. I, like I, I literally, I think when I first read it, I'm thinking, okay, just weapons again. Now we got to think of me- weapons that are different. That, that, musical right. when instruments. She, when, okay, when, this is different. When I read the question, the first thing that came to my mind was the umbrella and another, and that I know was not an instrument, <laughs> and it was not <laughs> umbrella coon. <laughs> best friends with elevator coon and a heart attack coon, umbrella coon. Uh, last one. Ira says, what do you guys think about the new Mal anti-spam score system? They reworked a ton of scores on the site and now have have ways of stopping things like review bombing and raids in both directions. Okay, you can I read know. about it on the forum on Mal, post Mal, the post Mal on Mal itself. I personally think it's pretty good and I'm glad steps were taken to fix it. If you already talked about this, forgive me. Nort, I'm a few episodes behind. How we- dare you be behind? Are we planning on doing the separate episode for this or not? I don't know. Because I did read up on it. I got a pretty good idea of what's going on there. It was it was actually a really fascinating thing to kind of think about. So, Do you think it would be good for a podcast episode? Just yes technically and on the idea, no. the aspect of review, review bombing in general, I think is really... That, that's the thing. Is it's The topic yes that I was kind of going for was I, I kind of wanted to group that in with the topic on the idea of just, in general, the concept of waves attacking a, a particular idea or a, uh, a show to bring it down or bring it up. You know, fandoms bringing something up more than it technically should be, in your opinion, do you think that's a worthy podcast episode? Maybe next week. That's the thing. It's yes and no. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm half and half on it. I think that we could dig a little bit of a discussion out of it, but the, the, the problem with it is more along the lines of, is it going to be worth a discussion by the time we get around to talking about it? Well, like I said, my, my concepts of discussion pulling from that one is more, uh, broader and not time sensitive. Right. That's where I would be going with it. Yeah. So we'll do this. If we don't talk about this particular topic by the next discussion podcast, we'll answer your question. <laughs> How's that? 
So you can at least look forward to maybe a bigger answer of it. If not, it's probably going to be a huge letdown when you go, oh, they're just going to do a discussion about it. But um, hopefully we can make it into an interesting discussion. I think when I first was reading about it, I was like, this is a pretty cool topic because it, it is technically something that's affecting a lot of other mediums, especially movies. Um, and my my immediate response to that whole th- ordeal was this is starting to hit the anime sphere. And I wonder if it's going to be as big as it is for a lot of other. It's... I don't think it is as big as for gaming because gaming, no. they have a lot of bonuses based off of Metacritic scores, which was a huge issue at the time. Movies I don't know. Big. I don't know how how big people realize it is. It's hitting yeah. everything. Yeah. But again, it's a broader topic that technically that's happening in a lot more ways than just these websites. It's happening in a social media scale and stuff. So again, we'll we'll get into it if we do just do a discussion of it. Not we'll come back and revisit this question. But thanks for all the questions. As always, Ida Blue Spark. Really do appreciate them. We needed some people that came in and, and answered the call. So I do appreciate that. But uh, continue. Please continue to bring us questions as we are kind of... It, it gets more in there, but then we kind of scrape out and go, well, we're any more again. <laughs> so we're trying to fill the bucket as it's getting empty. So if you have any questions for us, definitely throw them out there for us so that we can get them on the discussional podcast and answer them. Uh Always, always love the questions and enjoy answering them. We appreciate every single one of them. But yeah, that's, that's it. We'll, we'll call it a quits at that point. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the otakuspirit.com website, podcast. My brain's breaking again. It's a long day. <laughs> we hope you all enjoyed and y'all take care. Oh, Come on!